Hey, DNA Strand Crew, TJ here from the Dynasty DNA Fantasy Football Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be bringing you our NFL draft. Winners and losers should be a fun episode. Join us, won't you? Welcome to the Dynasty DNA Fantasy Football Podcast, where we talk Dynasty Fantasy Football, Fantasy Rankings, and everything NFL. Join us and dominate your Dynasty League. It's in your DNA. And here's your host, TJ Blake. Welcome back, DNA Strand Crew. Yes, I'm the host of the Dynasty DNA Fantasy Football Podcast, TJ Blake. You can find me on Twitter at TJBlakeDNA. And as always, we're joined by our show architect and co-host, the A-Train Andy Blake. You can find him on Twitter at FFATrainDNA. How you doing today, Ann? Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. And next in the line of order, we got the producer and co-host, Ty Blake. You can find him on Twitter at DynastyDNA. Ty, how you doing today, Ty? Pretty good. How's it going, guys? We're doing good. And last but not least, we have a guy that's always a winner. It's yeah, Muscles Ryan right. Mail. You can find him on Twitter at DynastyDNA Muscles. How you doing today, Muscles? Not too bad. What do you think of that, Ty? No, I don't know. When's the last time you won anything? Oh, I won all the time. <laughs> not, not in the leagues I play. In. <laughs> what about the Fight Club? Well, you didn't win that. I didn't, but I got the yeah, best. Exactly. <laughs> I, got the, well, I got the best team off paper. He's got you the got best team. You, you know what they say. When you play in 100 drafts, blind squirrel finds a nut every yeah, once in a that's while. True. <laughs> that's true. I can already feel the heat simmering from this side of the table. Oh, yeah. yeah. But we're going to be doing a fun little show today, an extra show. Uh, it's going to be the NFL draft winners and losers. We're going to approach it from an NFL perspective, but we're going to bring up the fantasy aspects and implications as well, all the dynasty stuff. I know a lot of dynasty drafts are going down right now, a lot of dynasty rookie drafts. A lot of people are sending us questions over, hey, you know, can you get me a list of you guys' top available players? Can you tell us, uh, you know, who you might take at this position? If you guys have any questions, feel free to send it over on Twitter, on Facebook, anything like that. If you follow us over there, we'll be happy to try to answer the best we can. Just a lot of stuff going down right now, and it's important. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, there's a lot of implications of all this. We're going to hop in here. Must don't have no breaking news today. Nope. Like I said, the news gets drier and drier. We're in the dead. Yeah. We're in the dead sea time of the NFL world. I, I think we could see some free agents signed here before long, like yeah. Fournette, Kareem Hunt. Yep. You know, yeah. Them I guys. Agree. Them guys should be coming off the books soon, and I, I, I think that someone will be picking them up. I'd almost imagine. I mean, yeah. it, it's both running backs, though. It almost seems like with these veteran guys, they try holding out like this a little bit and see if they need to bring them in or if they're going to be okay. Yeah. Right. But we're going to hop into these winners and losers. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to start with the losers first. And we're going to go over each team individually. We'll break it down a little bit. We're going to start at the our number five NFL draft loser. It's going to be the New York Jets. I want to see what you guys think about the Jets draft. We all put this together consensusly here. What did you guys think of the Jets' performance overall last weekend? They got screwed on Broderick Jones. So <laughs> thank you, New England. Yeah. yeah. And- <laughs> it just seemed like Will McDonald's kind of a freak out pick. Like I don't mind Will McDonald, but fifteen overall is pretty high. Yeah. Did you see Belichick came out and said he just wanted to f the Jets? Yeah. So that's why he made that trade. I did see that, <laughs> 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 which was kind of wild. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 
a band of can that goes there, that kind of really hurts him behind Brees. No, yeah. But if Brees is hurt, I will say that's a really good scheme for a band of Canada. You know, that put your foot in the ground and, and go downfield. Uh, I don't I don't know a ton about Carter Warren. I know he's their fourth round pick, a tackle. So I mean, some of these guys in the later rounds, obviously we're not going to know them. Like, right. Like, yeah. We just right. Do it mainly from a from a uh, dynasty standpoint, fantasy football. But they did get Zach. Koontz in the seventh round, which is somebody super athletic, but just I don't know how good of a tight end he is. Yeah, right. I mean, it's a flyer pick, but overall, I just I don't know. Unfortunately, it seemed like a year for corners, and they got two good corners in Sauce Gardner and uh, Reed. Yeah. 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 So they didn't really need that. So, I mean, maybe instead of taking Will McDonald there, trade back a little bit and maybe snag him. I mean, they didn't have... Uh, third round pick. So I mean, right. maybe they could have, you know, Got picked up a cap, third round pick. Yeah, and let somebody trade up. The only so. pick, the only pick I really liked was that Joe Tipman that they got that center in the second yeah, round. Yeah, I did see. Yep, I did, I did, I did give him good marks on that. But I'm like you, the Will McDonald thing was just like a complete like freak yeah. out. And and it's not that I think he's a bad player. It just seems like towards a lot of mock drafts in the industry, he was not a first-round pick. Right, right. So, And hopping back into the Israel Banakanda thing, and I agree with you, it's like, man, you know, you'd hope he would have went to a better landing spot. But, like, I know Muscles brought this up, and it is interesting, that the Jets were actually considering Jameer Gibbs at 15. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, that is a little bit concerning for me as, from a Brees Hall standpoint, too, because it's like, man, how bad is his knee? Like, is it worse than they're letting on? But, I mean... I know, like, Detroit's talking about using him as a receiver. Maybe they had some different packages in mind mm-hmm. for him like that. But it is something to keep in the back of your mind. Yeah, yeah, it is. And Zach Koontz, we're not a big fan of, obviously. We all mentioned that. He is an athlete, but he's not one of these premier, premier tight ends. Yeah, I'll take him in the fifth round of a rookie draft. Just yeah, to, and I was know. just going to say that. Like, that might be a good place to get him. Right. Because he did go to a landing spot where they're pretty tight end needy for the most part. I mean, like, yeah. there ain't, like there's a guy that's just entrenched there. Right, right. What do you think about like the Jets draft overall, Ty? Well, they're really the only one of the only teams I should say that like one of their picks really didn't stand out to me. There's no like complete stud there. Like I think Will McDonald's going to be a pretty good player in the NFL, but I think just a little bit too early. I just mm-hmm. just, just just really a lot of okay picks. Nothing yeah. nothing that pops off the page. Yeah, yeah. especially if I mean he went fifteen fifteenth overall. Uh, exactly. Like, yeah. That's, that's there, crazy. There were still a lot of good players on the board at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Strategically I think they could have did better, like we mentioned. I think they could have traded back, got more yeah. draft capital, especially after the Aaron Rodgers trade. The Jets are really well equipped. I mean like I'm not knocking them like as far as a roster standpoint. Like they've done such a good job these last couple of years building up their team. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting Sauce Gardner last year, but yeah. this yeah. this draft, I agree with you. They could have done more. It wasn't like they they missed bad bad, but it was like, man, you traded all that capital for Rogers, right? Mm-hmm. And you didn't get the guy you wanted, right? Move mm-hmm. back. You you can afford to move back. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I'm thinking too. Just move back. Yeah, yeah, yeah because they're probably not going to have a first round pick. I mean, I know it's conditional, but uh, I mean, boy, he got to play 65 percent of snaps. Yeah, he unless, should. Unless play. he gets hurt, he's, right. he's going to get that. So really disappointing for what they got going on next year. That's for mm-hmm. sure. That's for sure. Well, we're going to head over now to the number four. Loser on our list, and it's going to be the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> I should say the Los Angeles Horn Frogs. Yeah, what does <laughs> what does everyone think of the Chargers draft overall? I'll start with Ann. I'm not the biggest Quentin Johnson fan. I mean, taking him over Addison Flowers, uh, I think Kincaid would have been a good pick there. Yeah. So I mean, they took a lot of risk on with him. Uh, 
Darius Davis, another TCU guy. Max Dugan, another TCU guy. So, like, I kind of – Darius Davis intrigues me a little because he is super fast. So, even if he isn't good for our fantasy football teams, he probably will stretch the field pretty good. But I don't know. A lot of these guys just seem – And they drafted know, the edge at USC, Tuli Tupalupu or Tuli Yeah, I don't want to botch his name. I, and I don't know much about him either. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen him in mock drafts, but, I mean, what – I just don't really I don't really love any of the picks. Nothing stands out. There's not a player on here. I'm like, oh yeah, I like that. It makes sense. Right. Exactly. And it's like they took a lot of dart throws, it seems like. Yeah, and I mean hopefully some of them hit because the Chargers are in a, a good situation having Justin Herbert, but boy, I, I think if Quentin Johnson misses, I mean I really hurts Herbert's stock. Oh yeah. yeah. Like even right now I'm already kinda like at a discount on Herbert. I'm like, damn man, like that's yeah. his future. That's not good. Right. Yeah, because that's Keenan Allen's replacement. I yeah. didn't realize Steichen had uh Herbert his first year mm-hmm. too. Yep. Yeah. So so Steichen had Herbert and Steichen we trust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew the whole uh, Jalen Hurts thing, but I just mm-hmm. realized about the Herbert thing. So what do, you, what do you think about him, Ty? The thing is what gets me about the Chargers draft is like, like we just talked about, Quentin Johnson in the first round. To me, they just really don't feel like a good enough team yet to be able to gamble. Yeah. And that and that, and that pick, I mean, there was guys that I think we all think is going to definitely at least have a way higher floor that they could have used at the wide receiver position. So I feel like they're just not a good enough team to go after Johnston because he's definitely more of a bust than a boom right now. Yeah. yeah. That's it, man. And they can't afford to really miss. I, I think yeah. I would have been trying to call somebody like about an IU or, you know, yeah. somebody a little more proven to say, hey, we'll give you pick 21 because right. I think Sam Fran definitely probably would have done that because they've already missed picks with Trey Lance. Yeah. yeah. I, no. I mean, I would think they probably could have traded back if they really wanted Quentin Johnston too. I really don't see anyone behind him that would have took him. And the, and the thing is, is, like, the Chargers have a window. Yeah. And, I mean, the window is closing. I mean, mm-hmm. they're going to have to either pay Herbert here or yeah. they're going to lose their window. Yeah, they know? are. They are. And then if they would have got, you know, another second-round pick, like Ty said, trading back and letting somebody else make that choice. Right. If it's a couple spots, I mean, can you get a third-round pick and then get, you know, a tight end or – right. Or if you really wanted Quentin Johnston, I mean, you take the gamble, you move back a few slots and see and someone might not pick him. Yeah. You know? And then you could have got your guy and extra draft capital. But I agree with you. Like, But, you know, the one thing I will say for the Chargers, and I, I'm really skeptical of what they did here because I do think it's a lot of dart throws like we just mentioned. And that's really risky whenever, like we just said, their window's wide open still. Mm. But the only thing is, like, they do draft these big receivers. I mean, they're staying true to their mold, I should yeah, say, yeah, anyhow. Yeah, yeah. But but I will say it's risky. It's real risky. Oh, yeah. But uh, it, I'm really anxious to see for Justin Herbert, too, because we know that this contract's coming up. We've seen some of these big-dollar yeah. deals going down. I shudder to think what him and Joe Burrow will come up oh. with here. Yeah. So... All in all, Chargers didn't really perform as well as we thought they could have. We're going to go over to the number three slot for the worst NFL draft weekend, and it's going to be the Atlanta Falcons. Arthur Smith strikes again. What would you guys think of Atlanta's draft overall? It's pretty high for Bijan. Yeah. yeah pretty high for Bijan. Now, he wouldn't have been there if they would have traded back. I do think Philly would have taken him. Yep. But I just feel like they really could have worked on the defense a little bit more. I mean... And even there, the only one that stands out to me, the fourth-round Clark Phillips, you know, corner, cornerback out of Utah. That's about the only one I really, you know, know know anything about, which isn't a horrible pick there. 
I don't mind a Bergeron pick, but yeah, they said he's a real like I've been watching stuff on him. I guess he's supposed to be a really good tackle. Yeah, yeah, and the Cowboys actually were thinking about taking him with their pick, but they ended up going Mozzie because he, they couldn't believe he was there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, in in all in all, like I think the moral of the story is here. Like we mentioned, you know, from a fantasy perspective, Bijan in Atlanta is going to be great. Oh I yeah. I mean, if if you got the one hundred and one, that does not worry me at all. I mean, that's a perfect offense for him. He's going to touch the ball nine million times. So it all worked out from a fantasy perspective, but from an NFL perspective, you had Jalen Carter sitting on the board. I know. Right? Your I know. defensive yeah. line is horrible. Yeah. And you went running back. I know. That that that's the only thing that bothers me. Like, and I love Bijan as a player. I just think Jalen Carter was the right pick. Yep. Yeah. Did you guys see the story of um Arthur Smith talking to Peter Skinorsky on on an interview? No. Apparently, I guess they brought Peter Skinorsky in for an interview, and Arthur Smith looked at him right in the eyes and said, you're boring me right now. Oh, so I, I, I did see that. Did you see that? that? He yeah. said that he was he was just a boring person. Yeah. And, yeah. Wow. So I guess he already had his guy in mind in Bijan. So. And I mentioned, too, like I like after the draft, I was on a lot of Atlanta's like chat hmm. blogs and like their fan pages like on Facebook and on Twitter, and I was just seeing what they thought about it, and 80% of them were upset. Yeah. Because they know what they need. I mean, like I said, you got your hardcore yeah. fans that know, hey, we're struggling here, we're struggling there. Oh, yeah. And then you got guys that do like the flashy pick, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. But it was like 20% to 80. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if I had to guess. And and honestly, though, Arthur Smith, I, I mean, I think for Atlanta the best thing is that he just gets fired. Right. Yeah. They need to get into a more NFL-type style offense. I mean, right. You can run the ball, but this isn't 1995. Yeah, and, yeah. and it just baffles you, too, because we know Bijan's going to probably, as long as, barring injury, he's definitely going to run over for 1,000. But, I mean, Tyler Algier did a serviceable job last year. I mean, he ran over for 1,000 yards. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. Just not, it's just not a position they needed right away. And so many, uh-uh. pe- so many people are saying, like, he's a special player. Like, you don't understand. Like, yeah, 1,000-yard rusher is great, but, but, like, you can get better. Well, it's like, well, okay, yeah, you can get a little bit better, but when you have so many needs... Mm-hmm. Was it worth, you know, going that route? And, and another one more thing you got to think about is, I mean, Atlanta's nowhere near a Super Bowl right now. No. By the time they get there, even if they do, Bijan's going to be beat up. Yeah, I right. mean, and that's one thing that's concerning with Bijan. Is he going to get such a high workload that he's going to be hurt yeah. all the time? I mean, I was almost like that, too, when the Steelers drafted nausea. Yeah, it's like, like damn, like, they're going to run him in the ground three years yeah, and he's exactly. nothing. Exactly. And, yeah. I'll, and I'll tell you, this further kills Kyle Pitts. It hurts Drake London, but it kills Kyle Pitts because you're going to get Bijan, too, who's a really nice pass catcher coming out of the backfield, stealing some of this check down type stuff, you know, where right. maybe some tight ends would get some of that. Yeah. So, I mean, it could even hurt him even worse. And you know now, too, with Algier and Bijan, he's going to be even more encouraged to run the ball. Yeah. So, I mean, all in all, I mean, from a fantasy perspective, I think that's horrible for Kyle Pitts, too. If Ritter can put it together and start throwing it down the field more, if they let him, that that might be a different story. Yeah, he he's what's going to be, you know, the boomer bust at all of this. Oliver Kyle Pitts shares, Oliver Drake London. If Ritter can be, you know, just half decent, like right. I mean, then then I think we'll be okay. I mean, you're not going to get what you once thought you were going to get, but I mean, I, I just don't see him come in and Jalen hurts it. Like I just don't see it. Mm-mm. So you're going right back to the old school. We're going to run it 80 times and mm-hmm. <laughs> right back to phase one with Atlanta. Yeah, yep. feel, feel bad for them. I wish they would have got Jalen Carter some defensive needs. I think that would have helped them. 
But uh, maybe Arthur Smith will get fired and they can do something next draft and try to help in that regard. Yeah. But we're going to go over here to our second NFL draft loser, and it's going to be the Detroit Lions. The running back carousel continues. Dan Campbell strikes again. What do you guys think of Detroit's draft overall? They had a lot of picks, and some I didn't mind. I mean, Gibbs, that's that's pretty damn high. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he w- maybe he wouldn't have been back there if that's your guy. Okay, that's your luxury pick. Then eighteen, like Elijah Kansi's on the ball. There's some good players there. Take Jack Campbell. <laughs> like Jack Campbell ain't bad, but that's pretty high for Jack Campbell. Sam Laporta, I mean, third pick in the second round. I don't mind Sam Laporta, but I'd rather have Musgrave. Yeah. I mean, if you're that interested, maybe try to trade up and get Dalton Kincaid. Like, And as far as, like, they run their team, I mean, it's a running-style offense. I mean, you think they would have went Michael Mayer or something, you know? Like, yeah. That's I, puzzling. And, I mean, I, I kind of, okay, you, you take Laporta, but it's like you're going back to the Iowa well again. Like, you just yeah. drafted Jack Campbell. It seems like <laughs> we've seen a lot of that this year. Some of these people drafting from the same schools, but... And Brian Branch it, wasn't terrible. Brian Branch was, was a good pick. pick. That was, that was their was best their, pick. Yeah, that was their best pick for sure. Hendon Hooker, I mean, he went a lot later than I think everybody thought. I thought yeah. probably second round. I just don't know. I mean, I was pretty high in the third round. I think you could have got something else. Yeah, you know? and I mean, I, I'll agree with Ty, too. I mean, it's like, what what are you drafting him for? Because, I mean, by the time yeah. golf's done, he's going to be 30 years old. I, yeah, but. and I think with that pick, I mean... Am I wrong that, like, there's probably some good receivers that are still on the board that could have, you know, bounced in for Jamison Williams for the start of the season? Yeah. yeah. Outside of St. Brown. So I just think they could have capitalized with all the picks that they had. They had an okay draft, but they took a lot of luxury where right. I don't know if they they can afford the luxury yet. Right. And, and you know what's puzzling is, like, Gibbs at 11. Okay, it's like the Jets sitting there at 15. Hey, you want Broderick Jones? Come up to 11. We'll go back to 15. We'll get more draft capital. Draft Gibbs. Yeah. You know, yeah. you could have did that. Jack yeah. Campbell, you really like him. Like you said, I don't think he was a first-round guy. No. But they could. if you really liked him, hey, you're sitting there about 25-ish or right around where they picked him. You could have said, hey, Can- just come back, you know, more Kansas City or somebody probably would have loved to have traded up oh, to, yeah. to go get JSN or Zay Jones, you know, yeah, yeah, so, one of these guys. Or Zay Flowers, I, I, yeah, I do the same. Thing. I do the same thing too, yeah. and I don't know why Zay Jones isn't even that good. Yeah. <laughs> and and two, even Dalton Kincaid, I think they picked him before Kincaid went off the board, didn't they? Who's that? The Lions. They picked Campbell before Kincaid went off yeah, the board. Yeah, So I mean, you yeah. had teams like Dallas. Interested. Campbell went eighteen overall. Yeah, that's what I mean. But you <laughs> you had teams like Dallas interested. Yeah, you had teams like Buffalo obviously interested in Kincaid. Right. You could have got your guy. I just, it's just bad draft strategy, I yeah. should say. But like the Gibbs thing, going back to that now. I mean, I did see that they do plan on using him in the slot. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Quite That's a what bit. I kind of, you know. If they can utilize him as a receiver, it's good. But it's just like, it just didn't make sense. The pick didn't make sense. Well, I, don't, I don't understand. The it. organization seemed like they were doing such a good job. They were doing it by the books, like beefing up the line yep. and doing it. And this, I don't know if they gave Dan Campbell the keys to the car and said, just do what you want. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean. It's interesting, man. I mean, I think Gibbs is an electric player, but boy, that's really high. A yeah, lot, I, lot, lot higher than I thought. And then from a dynasty standpoint, I mean, I, I, I love it. I love him there. I mean, I love him. Sam Laporta gets a big bump for me. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Even though that he wasn't my guy, he's now my tight end three in my rankings. 
So Hendon Hooker's just kind of like bottom tier. Hey, golf gets hurt, he steps into a good situation, but I think that's really the only right the only odds of him probably you know seeing much of the field. Yeah, and yeah. and in my opinion too, I feel like if Detroit would have traded back at that twelfth uh, pick and the eighteenth pick, I think we'd be talking a lot different way about him right now because yeah. they could have really have done a good job if they would have traded back even a couple spots for no, Jack Campbell. Where was t- the Jets at though? Because apparently the Jets were with who? With Gibbs. With oh yeah, Gibbs. yeah, yeah. But what? I think they would have took Broderick Jones if they had the chance. <laughs> I yeah. think so too. But like what I was saying is like with Jack Campbell at eighteen, they could have traded back a couple spots, took Kincaid. And you would have had then maybe Jack Campbell could have been there at round two, pick thirty four. Yeah. Then you have Brian Branch at forty five. Then you start looking at that draft, and you're like, "Wow, that's a really nice draft." And, and I'm o- I'm okay with taking a luxury pick, but when you start doing it multiple, multiple times, right. it's like, okay, like, yeah, you you got to start like doing other stuff for sure. And There's they, a reason why some of these franchises are always picking in the top ten. You know? That's it. Yeah. I mean, and let's say if you do like Jack Campbell, hey, that's your preference. Obviously, you put a lot in your scouting, kind of like what we do here. I mean, we scout yeah. hard on players. And, and, it, and we don't know the defensive ball as much as they do. And maybe Jack Campbell was rated that high, but everything leaning says that he wasn't. Right. That's it. And, you know, like it's just like us. We were high on Jaden Reed. It wasn't like we were going to take Jaden Reed in the first round. It's mm-hmm. like that's someone we know is going to probably be there in the second, third round. We really liked him. You don't overdraft a player. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going to go on to Detroit. I hope it works out because I do like Dan Campbell. I do. And I do like the way that they were headed, the direction they're headed. And I still think that they got a really good chance to win that division, especially with Rodgers uh, leaving. Yeah. It's kind of wide open. Minnesota is probably still the favorite, but I think it, you know, it could be more of a toss-up than people think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to go over to our number one NFL draft loser this weekend, and it was going to be the San Francisco 49ers. What did you guys think? I'll start with Jake Moody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You take a kicker in the third round. Yeah, they didn't have good. a pick till the third, and then they drafted that safety. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, they, they made all these moves for Trey Lance, not yep. going to use them, didn't yep. trade them during draft day. So basically all of them first are just down the drain and then the picks you do have you use on a kicker, I mean law too. <laughs> no, it, it's just not real it's not real good, man. I mean it, it Ronnie Bell in the seventh, I mean Ronnie Bell sucks. <laughs> so so the big thing is with I think with the forty ers I mean, now they can afford to have a bad draft. They are a really complete football team. Yeah, they. I mean, you don't want to miss any year, but they kind of got lucky, you know, mm-hmm. the last few years. I mean, getting Brock Purdy last year in the last pick of the draft, you know, that worked out for him. But I'm wondering what they're going to do at quarterback because that's, you know, they have so many options. Like it's like a carousel there right now. I mean, you got Brock Purdy who's hurt. We hear he's going to be the starter, but you know how much truth is there in that? Trey Lance is coming back from injury, yeah. but he should be ready to go. I would think right around the beginning of the season. Are you going to let him play and maybe try to win that job back? I mean, then you got Sam Darnold there, who's at least, I mean, a capable NFL player. You yeah. know, so who knows? I mean, who knows where that's headed there? Shanahan is an enemy to himself, his ego. Like, yeah. he will draft these guys and then just try to make it work. And they'll probably be okay for a little bit. And then they'll just be gone. He'll just yeah. do it with somebody else. He tries else. to look like a genius. He does. He does yeah. it all the time. He's his own worst enemy with that kind of stuff. And I think Trey Lance could still be traded. 
Yeah. But my big thing is, if he isn't, I mean, do they secretly, like if Brock Purdy's hurt, and, and you know, everyone's Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy, but if Brock Purdy's hurt, do they secretly hope that Trey Lance can win this job back? You know, like if he gets the opportunity because they gave up so much. You know, maybe they want to say, okay, here's a chance where he can maybe prove himself. But, man, I mean, it's he's like the one player, and, you know, we've been in some startups lately. We've been doing some startups with some people. He's the one player that's just like mm-hmm. you. You see him on the board, and it's like, man, this could really work out, or this could just be a terribly wasted pick. I almost think he needs to go somewhere else. I yeah. do. I mean, I'm bringing in Darnold. I know I said he's he's nothing, but I can just see him and his ego saying, "I I know we got Trey Lance. I know what we did, but we're going to use Darnold. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to show everybody <laughs> that I can coach him, and he'll be good. Yeah, right. So, That's just how he is. So, oh, yeah. so Ty, do you think it's going to be Purdy then long haul for San Francisco, or do you think Lance will get another shot at it? No, I, I think I think they're pretty well out on Lance. I do it too. just it just seems like that with the trade rumors and everything else. And they they keep complimenting Purdy, saying he's the leader of the locker room. Yep. And yeah, I, I think that's his job. I I do. Plus, yeah, I, I, I mean, he he kind of deserved it. I mean, he came in and played really good last year for them. Yeah. yeah, he did. He definitely did. You hope he can come back from this elbow injury. Yeah, you know, and like we mentioned, like it's almost like Kyle Shanahan's favorite person because he's like Jimmy Garoppolo, but can throw the ball downfield. Yeah. So it's like an added dimension that Jimmy didn't have. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's the style of quarterback he likes. But well, that's it for the losers. That were our top five NFL draft losers from this past weekend. And uh, we're going to jump into the winners now. And we're going to start at the number five spot. Our number five NFL draft winner. It's We're going out to the desert. The Arizona Cardinals getting the best left tackle on the board. Paris Johnson traded, traded back, traded up, got more draft capital. Tried to utilize everything they could. I mean, they're definitely kind of rebuilding this thing out there, but I think yeah. getting Paris Johnson a good left tackle is a good place to start. And then also picking up some draft capital. What did you guys think about Arizona's day? Loved it. Yeah. They did a great job. Yes, they did. I mean, I love I love Paris Johnson. Uh, B.J. Ojolari, that's a really good pick in the second. Uh, I love Michael Wilson. You know, I, I've said that for a while now. I think Michael Wilson has a good chance to be fantasy relevant year one. I mean, there was rumors about Hopkins moving. Maybe Hopkins stays now, but I mean, even if Hopkins is there, what better style to look? You know, he's a big guy. Yeah, and we've seen Greg Dortch come in and have, yeah. have a good season. Yeah. Good, so point. That's, good point. That's, that's and a good point. He measures different, you know. Dortch and them guys are a little smaller, brown small. Michael Wilson's a big guy to go down and get the ball. I love to pick a Clayton Tune as well. I mean, he might have a chance to play some games this year. Yeah. Kyler Murray's out all year. I knew that's somebody that Ashton was talking about around the area of Houston. I mean, huh. I, I really like Clayton Tune. So don't sleep on him. I mean, a late round pick guy. So they, they did a really good job. And uh, for the new coach to come in and just, you know, bolster down a tackle like that, I right. love that. So if Kyler Murray is your guy, what better way to go get a big left tackle who just dominates? Yep. Right. So I love that. And uh, one other thing I'll say, Houston's probably going to be a bad team. Get their first-round pick next year. Uh, they have their pick, which is probably going to be pretty high. So can they go out and get, you know, I, I see all kinds of reports of Marvin Harrison Jr. and Caleb Williams. So yeah, I know Ray G on his podcast all the time talks about, you know, they're going to get rid of Kyler Murray and, and roll – with Caleb Williams, and I mean, that could definitely I, happen. Oh, I could see it. it. Could definitely happen. But if you don't go that route, you got a really expensive pick. Like we're all talking about Bijan, he's going to be the man next year. Yep. So they could get a haul for the pick if they want to roll with Murray. 
They want to roll that route either way. Yeah, they really, really helped themselves out. And, I mean, I just love the left tackle pick, too, because they needed to get better up front all in all. And when you're rebuilding something, that's where you start. I mean, yeah. That's, you got to have that. That's one of them anchor positions at left tackle. And uh, I'm with you about Michael Wilson. That's a really sneaky, I'm telling you guys, if you can get him in the third round, early fourth round, whatever, like it depends on if you're super flex or uh, one quarterback, mm-hmm. wherever he ends up. I've seen a lot of mock drafts, him going, you know, middle, third round, early fourth round, somewhere in that range. Yeah. If you could get him, that could be really sneaky. And I really like Ty's point about Greg Dortch. Yeah. I mean, they, they have a history of bringing these young receivers in that can do these type things. Mm-hmm. And I really like Michael Wilson's game. He's really raw, but I think he has a chance there. But we're going to head over to the number four now NFL draft winner. It's going to be the Green Bay Packers, the Aaron Rodgerless Green Bay Packers. Had a really nice day. They brought in so many pass catchers. Aaron was probably really jacked. He probably choked on his <laughs> scotch somewhere. What do you think, Moss, about uh, Green Bay's day? Yeah, I mean, they addressed their needs. I mean, Luke Musgrove or Musgrave. Uh, in the second there, um, I mean, they, they definitely needed a tight end. Bob Tanyan, he went somewhere else. Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Chicago. That's what yep. I thought. And then uh, they addressed the wide receiver, Jalen Reed. And uh, I don't I – don't, I didn't really watch much defensive tape, so I don't know about Van Ness, but, I mean, it looked like everybody oh, a, was everybody a, was toting him. Beast. So, he's a yeah, beast. Yeah, so. beast. He's a top ten in my, you know, in my draft. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems like, you know, they did all right. I mean, I I was given uh, my buddy, he was like, oh, yeah, they're going to draft Sean Clifford. And I was like, I don't oh. think Sean Clifford's going to go. That was and one was, pick I didn't like. Yeah, that, 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 of course, Sean Clifford, or, yeah, he goes. And I'm like, or oh, Dontavian Wicks. I can't yeah. stand Dontavian Wicks. If he puts it together, he's good. But yeah, I, but I can't believe Sean Clifford even got drafted. That's what I, that's what I said. <laughs> Thank God he's out of Penn State. Thank oh, God he's out of Penn State. He's terrible. Yeah, yeah I, I heard a rumor that he was oh. gonna go, he was trying to go back to be a six-year senior, and they said you can't do that. Yeah, that's what he was like. Oh, another, they're, they're going to draft Sean Clifford. I was like, he's not even going to get another, drafted. Another quarterback I couldn't stand either is that McNamara. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. I don't know why. Just just want to punch him in a suck hole. <laughs> Is there anything I can do about that? No, it's just your face. <laughs> but in all honesty, though, Green Bay, Jaden Reed, I love that pick. Man. Yeah, that was, Jaden is a – oh. And I know for the Steelers' sake of things, like I was hoping we'd get him in the third round. Like whenever we picked, uh, whenever we went in the second round and we got that uh, Benton, that D-tackle from yeah. Wisconsin, like I was really happy. Yeah. But I'm sitting there thinking like, now I just hope we can get Jaden Reed in the third. Yeah. Then the Packers picked right after Jade Reed, I'm like, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so that, that was a really good pick. Don't sleep on Tucker Craft either. As much as I love Musgrave, he's my tight end too. Tucker Craft is my tight end five. So right, yeah. I like I like him as a second. And then Musgrave tight end. had some health issues or medical. Yeah. So and you know, I go back to what I said earlier. Like I'm low key buying Jordan Love. Yeah. I mean, I'm not overpaying. But I like what Green Bay did around him. Yeah. And even getting, like we said, Van Ness, that's really good for that defense because that guy, I think, can be a difference maker. Yeah. And then you throw in, like I said, the, the, all the pass catchers they brought in. Yeah. And I'm just I'm just uh, glad they didn't reach on a receiver and they didn't reach on a tight end because that's mm-hmm. where they were mocked a lot was Mayer or uh, JSN. And uh, I know Jaden Reed ain't no JSN, but Jaden Reed could be a heck of a football player. And the yeah. Musgrave also, I, which I think we think is going to be better than uh, Michael Mayer. So. Agree with that, especially from a fantasy perspective, especially right. from a pass catching perspective. Like we really like Luke Musgrave; that was a great landing spot for him. And I think too, getting Tucker Craft, 
it gives you the best of both worlds because Kraft is a really good blocker. Mm-hmm. And yet he still is a, a viable pass catcher, but Musgraves like this this tight end. It's a reception, high reception tight end. So they kind of got best of best of both worlds there. Getting Jaden Reed, love what they did. It was a great great, great draft for Green Bay, especially after the Aaron Rodgers era. Right. They kind of come out swinging a little bit, and I like that. Except for round five, yeah, Sean Clifford and Don Tavian Wicks. That was yikes. yeah. I don't. I'm on. <laughs> I told you put guys it together, but man, that's they, what me and Andy oh. talk about. Like Don Tavian Wicks, like he is. You see a play that he makes, and it's like, wow, that was really nice. Then he'll run a five-yard curl route, <laughs> hit him right in the hands, and he drops it. And it's like, I'm just done watching this stuff. Mm. We're going to go to our number two, or our number three, sorry, our number three NFL draft winner this past weekend, and it's going to be the Indianapolis Colts. Really like what the Colts did. What do you guys think about their day? What do you think, Ty? First round sucked. Oh, oh I love it. Got yeah, a bust. I, I love <laughs> it. It's still too early. No, I mean, they, I, think, I thought they did good. You know, oh, they got yeah. Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I love the Richardson pick. Yeah, I mean, he could, he, he could boom. Yeah, and uh, Josh Downs. I mean, he got him a little bit of a weapon outside of uh, Michael Pittman. Yeah, so. Downs gonna be a beast if Richardson can get him the football. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, at least you know that uh, Downs. You know, you really like Ty. Oh, I do like Downs. But yeah. but another player they got Julius Brents in the oh, second yeah, round. Good He's a first round corner. Yep, yeah, first round pick. corner. Really like what they did, Steichen. They they come out swinging, and you know, like I said, I'm not the biggest Anthony Richardson proprietor out there either. I'm with I'm kind of more with Ty on that. Andy and Musser a little bit together on that. Like they really like him, mm-hmm. but I will say, and I've said it before, like. If he can fix his issues, Steichen's probably the guy that's going to do it. He, and really, for him, that's the best the best place you could have went. I mean, not yeah. just from, like, I really like him there as far as, like, he's got stability. Right. But, like, the coaching aspect right. will really help him. But, I mean, what do you think of Indy overall? And I know you're a big fan of Julius Brents. Yeah, I'm a huge Julius Brents fan. They get Blake Freeland in the fourth round. Big guy out of BYU. Yep. Uh, Ob- I, I can never pronounce the name, Odalarwell or whatever. He ran a four four nine at the Combine, D. Lyman out of Northwestern, getting him in the fourth round. Bit of a project guy, but obviously the athletics are there. Yeah. Uh, Darius Rush is somebody that I also liked in the fifth round, who I thought was probably a third-round guy. Uh, I, I liked Will Mallory. They get yeah. him in the fifth round. I mean, he could be a sneaky, you know, a sneaky guy in your late drafts, so... Yep, going back to our tight end mining philosophy. Hey, Indy does not have. It's just like we said about the Jets with Koontz. Yeah, you know they don't have a lot of. They're not blessed with depth at that position. I mean, like as far as high end depth. No. Yeah. So I like Evan Hall, the Evan Hall pick as well. I think he could be a good, you know, backup to Jonathan Taylor. So yeah, yeah, man, I really like the draft as a whole. Was the biggest Downs fan, but like I said, I think that's a great spot for him. Yeah. Yep. Who do they got outside of Taylor now? Jonathan Taylor, because, I mean, Marlon Mack's um, obviously gone. It was, uh, they I have? can't remember It was that name. guy that caught all them passes that people uh, fell in love with last Dion year. Jackson no. or something? Dion Hines. Jackson, no. Yeah. Hines, oh, is, Hines is gone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Dion, Dion Jackson. Jackson. Good yeah. job, Ty. That was a good memory. Well, yeah. I, that's because I played him one week in fantasy. He had, like, 15 <laughs> receptions. So I was getting pissed. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and Evan Hall is just a good football player. I don't know how fantasy relevant will be, but... You know, at the uh, combine, he was just taking everything to the end zone every time. Oh, yeah. Every run, he'd run like 80 yards to the end zone. And, and he has a good work ethic. Yeah, and he's like a hard-type runner. 
Yeah. And the thing is, man, like I, I'm like you. Like I just see him being the type of guy that will do anything to help a football team win. Yep. So that was a good pick. He's a great football player. And all in all, like I know Ty likes Josh Downs. I do. So, I mean, I know he's semi-happy with what they did there. And I think you like Julius Brents, too. I do. I, I, I like their draft. And I, like, I, I hate Richardson. But you know what? They got the guy that could develop him, and if he obviously believed he could do it, maybe maybe he will be a good quarterback. I mean, yep. that, that guy's the, the master class of developing quarterbacks, so if he thinks he could take on the project and do a good job, which he did it for, I never know, but I know I'm not in on him yet, but prove me wrong. An- another thing, too, Gardner Minshew, look at all the situations he's went to. Yeah. Jacksonville, they draft Trevor Lawrence. The Eagles, they draft Jalen Hurts. Now he's in Indy. But maybe Steichen sees something in Minshew because he brought him to Indy. Oh, yeah, the good luck, man. I mean, yeah. every quarterback has played that he's been drafted. Yeah. He's been really good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that poor guy, man, he can't catch a break. <laughs> I like Minshew, too. I do, too. Minshew mania is running wild. Yep. But that's going to do for Indy. Really like their draft. We're going to go to our number two draft winner, and this one's going to quit uh, hit close to home. It's our boy Omar Khan and the Pittsburgh Steelers at number two. Really loved a lot of their picks. What did you guys think overall how the Steelers did? Absolutely loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Broderick Jones, I mean, that was, oh, my goodness. Couldn't believe he was there. I really liked that. Couldn't believe Joey Porter Jr. was there. Right. No. I mean, now we, now we get to bring in him. And I don't know, I won't lie, I don't know a ton about Joey Porter Jr. I know his stats are really good. Yeah. He only had one pick, but he's a big I did physical see guy. He didn't allow a touchdown all year. Yeah. yeah. I, I heard the only one he really struggled against was Marvin Harrison Jr., which, which he yeah. doesn't. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I I'm not I don't know them as much about Benton either, but uh I know in my mock draft, you know, I was going off some other people to see kind of where they had him. And uh it, it looked a lot in the second round, so yeah. it seemed like a solid pick. Yep. Good. Uh Darnell Washington, such a Good pass blocker. No, why? Why did he slip? They said uh, something with knee, his knee. knee, knee injury. Yeah, yeah. is he going to be okay? Well, I heard. I heard that one person said that a, a scout or two said it was laughable. Like, like what people were saying was wrong okay. with his knee. Yeah, I didn't I, really look into it. From what I understand, it's just like inflammation and this and that from like a, either like a small procedure he had done or like something that was that was nagging at him. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we were laughing, too, about Darnell Washington's high jump, and Ty made a point about this, you know, maybe the knee was bothering him. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I that, hope not. I just hope maybe he just can't jump. Yeah, yeah. And I think in Pittsburgh, we don't even need him to jump. We just need his ass to block. Yeah. 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 And, too, wow. down around the red zone, though, he's going to be such a threat because yeah. you don't know if he's blocking or if he's going out on a pass route. Does it hurt Fryermuth, you guys think? I, I I don't think that as much as people think. I do think a little bit, but I don't think as much as people think it might. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to block a lot more than... Yeah, I think he'll block a ton. Yeah. And he's the kind of guy with the attitude, like, another guy. Like, I'll just do whatever. Yeah. And he loves blocking. Yeah, he yep. even changed his thing on Instagram. Now he's the sixth... Six blocker yeah. in Pittsburgh or something like that. Mm-hmm. Six oh, lineman. Yeah, yeah oh, something yeah. like right that. Right on, dude. I, I think it does hurt Fryermuth because I think with his blocking ability, it might not hurt him from touchdowns and receptions, but if he's on the field more because they need him to block. Yeah. Yeah, they, they might even really? run the football a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's a, and that's a good point. But, like, that was, like, my point, basically. Like, I don't think he's going to steal a ton of, like, reception work from him or, yeah. like, touchdowns. Like, I, I think, like like you said, if he if anything's going to hurt, <clears throat> it's these run packages where he'll be out there a little bit more than Fryermuth will. Yeah. But it will be interesting to see. But, like, 
Even that uh, that trice that we got in the seventh oh, round yeah, from Purdue, it, they I, said that's the best seventh round or seventh round pick this year. Yeah, so I mean, overall, Omar Khan had a great day, and uh-huh. and I really like what he did too. We traded back with Carolina because we needed more picks from like rounds five to seven. Right. Yep. He he picked up an extra pick, and then Darnell Washington fell right in our lap. Yeah. Yeah. And they got Nick Herbig in the fourth round, Big yep. Ten sack leader. Yep. They had a. Excellent, excellent draft. And I'll tell you, man, I really like what the Steelers are doing. And I think another team that I'm getting low-key trying to buy in some of these guys now, Matt Canada is still a concern. Yeah. But like I said, if things don't go well, I know he's going to get the can because yeah. the pressure's on big time. Yep. And, you know, the thing is, is there's just – I really like Kenny Pickett's attitude. Yeah. Like, if you heard a lot – and it's easy, talk's cheap. But, like, if you hear a lot of these interviews that you heard with him lately – He's really geared up. Like he, he really wants to take the next step, and he's working hard. I mean, I see him working with the receivers a lot, and I think like bringing in these offensive linemen is going to help. Yeah, Broderick Jones could be a generational talent, and I even seen one scout say that that could be the best left tackle we ever picked. Yeah, in the whole draft <laughs> history for the Steelers. What do you do? He only gave up one sack last year. Oh, it was incredible. And, and I actually think the Steelers had him higher rated than Paris Johnson. Wow. Yeah, they love that, that was their number one guy, and that was according to uh, Merrill Hodge, and he's yeah. a scout for the Steelers. Wow. I seen that too, Ty. They loved Broderick Jones. And two, you know, I like what, like, and we're going to get into another team here before long, but, like, I like what these guys are doing, bringing in, like, a lot of Georgia players. You see some of these other ones bringing a lot of Alabama. There's a lot of familiarity there, a lot of camaraderie. Yeah. And that's just like George Pickens was already there. They bring in Broderick Jones. They bring in Darnell Washington. I mean, two, who better to give you intel on these guys than their ex-teammates? Yeah. So, really like what the Steelers did, man. Like I said, I think I'm low-key buying into their offense. I mean, I'm not going to overpay, obviously, because the Matt Cannon thing is a concern, but I do think that he's going to be gone. Yep. But from an NFL perspective, I love what the Steelers did. I think mm-hmm. they really improved. I think one idiot had them picking in the top nine next year. That ain't going to happen. No. I mean, you no. look at our schedule. It's it's a lot easier than last year, and we got a lot better. Just yep. unfortunately, we're in a tough division. Yeah, it's the only bad. We thing. are like we are in a tough division. I'm not the biggest Watson fan, but if he does hit, it makes Cleveland pretty good. Yeah. I mean, at least above 500. The Ravens are going to be good. Yeah. The Bengals I mean, are going to be good. Yeah, we, we are. We are in a tough division, but I think we're doing the right things by using these picks and getting younger. Because they're only getting older. I mean, right. I know Burrow's only been in the league a couple years, but Lamar is a running quarterback who just got paid. That you know, Watson's getting a little bit older. Yep. And, so. and I like what they're doing, too, getting physical up front. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, football can be a simple game at times. I mean, when you are struggling, if you can maul the, maul the opponent and move the ball on the ground a little bit, you can get going. So I yep. yep. really like what we've do, done this past weekend. I think this is one of the better Steeler drafts in a long time. Give them a lot of props, and we're going to go over now to our number one NFL draft winner. Is there any doubt? It's the Philadelphia Eagles. Howie Roseman strikes again, man. What a draft for the Eagles. Hmm. Can't give them enough credit. Jalen Carter falls they right They just fall in their, in lap. their laps. Oh. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, Atlanta balked, and when they did, I thought there's no way that they're going to let him slip through their fingers. Nope. And it's going back to what I said about the Steelers with the Georgia players. Philadelphia's doing that similar style. It seems like the Steelers are bringing in offensive Georgia players, yeah, <laughs> and the Eagles are bringing in defensive Georgia players. Who, who possibly had the best defense put together in the last couple of years, Georgia, in, in history, in college football history. Yep. And, I mean, they bring in Carter. Nolan Smith, who ran, what, a 4-3-9? Yeah. Linebacker, they're worried about his peck. I mean, 
My God. <laughs> Falling to 30. I had them in my mock in the top 10, I think. I think I had Philly taking them with their first pick. Even wow. even Ringo in the fourth. I yeah. Mean, they they get, stole them. They, they get Ringo in the fourth. I mean, Tyler Steen, pretty good player. Sidney Brown, pretty damn good player out of Illinois. Which Chase, that's Chase. I believe that's Chase Brown's brother. Yeah, that's oh, his twin it? brother. Yeah, yep. that's his twin brother. So, uh and also, I mean, we're not we weren't the biggest Tanner McKee, but as a backup, I mean, yeah. he kind of got the Gardner Minshew thing taken care of. He fits kind of that backup mold, Tanner McKee. Like I could see him being an okay backup. They, they, now they also got Mariota too, right? Yeah. 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 So I mean, yeah, this bolsters it even more. Then trading for DeAndre Swift for a fourth round pick yeah, and swapping. Yeah. I think that it was, was a, a steal. Th- yeah, and then they swap what seventh or something. Well, yeah. it, was a, it was a fourth in twenty twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't even her fourth this year. No, and not even next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not even next year. And they'll probably get her back somehow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they'll probably get it back. And also, um, I liked, who was it here? Oh, I said Tyler Steen. Yeah, Tyler Steen was what I was going to stay. But, yeah, I mean, in the third round. I, and I like taking shots on guys from, obviously, he was good. He was at Alabama. Right. You know, maybe he didn't. Meet up to their expectations, but hey, a third round pick, man. <laughs> Throw them in there. Let them learn what through they got. I, I guess even their uh, last pick, that Ajomo, I guess they said he's a beast too. Yeah. Uh, 93rd on PFF Big Board. And, wow. And <laughs> yeah, they just stole people all day long. And, and like we said, people fell in their laps. And, you know, I was here and there was a couple players that they were in on. It was like Bijan, Jalen Carter, or Paris Johnson, I think yeah. it was. And then, sure enough, one of them fell right into their laps. And, I, and, you know, Atlanta, to me, like I said, going back to them, that was just a surprise. I mean, they had Jalen Carter in their sights. Georgia kid. Yeah. Go and you know, let him go right to Philly. And, man, I'll tell you what, as bad as the NFC is now, now you got Aaron Rodgers leaving. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to dominate that conference probably for the next couple of years. Yeah. I mean, barring injuries. Yeah. And as much as I said, like, I'm not the biggest penny guy, like I would sell him. I still believe that, but. What they got him for, if it does work out, holy man. Yeah. I mean, they got him on a, yeah, like a complete small deal. Right. And they got like a variety of running back. Like I mentioned in the last show, I think Swift's going to be a lot of your first and second down type running guy. He's going to see the bulk of the work. Yeah. But hey, if you need a short yardage, you got Penny. Yeah. And Boston Scott, I still think they have too. Yeah, they have Boss Scott. They got Kenneth Gainwell. So they got like a variety of backs they can hit you with. I do think DeAndre Swift's a big winner because I do think he's going to see the bulk of the work. Mm -hmm. But all in all, I mean, they're approaching it like if we need a yard, we got Penny. If we need some pass catching, we got Swift and Gainwell. Yeah. So they got all bases covered. Really like what they did. Like I said, man, their GM, their whole front office as of late these last couple of years. Oh, my goodness. Head and shoulders. Head and shoulders above a lot of people. you got to give them a ton of credit. Really love what Philly did this draft and what they've done in the previous drafts. Like I said, I think that that's their conference for the next couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Going back to the uh, their future, or I guess their past picks, uh, let's not talk about the Jalen Reger pick over Justin Jefferson. That was the only bad yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. And every, everybody misses. Right. You know. I, I – what about yeah. low key buying in on uh, Kenneth Gainwell? I mean, your your top two running backs are pretty injury prone. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what if, could you get him for? I mean, a I, third. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you can if you can get him cheap, just you know, right. And uh, that's and that's like like too one of them trades. Like if you do want to maybe test the waters, like if you could do a one for one player trade, like hey, trade another low key guy for him, or like if you're working on a bigger trade, add him as in as another throw in piece. 
that's kind of like the where I'd put them at. Yeah, but yeah, like if you, but it's a good point, Moss. Them guys don't stay healthy. No. Yeah. And that's yeah, big. That's big for Swift. Like I love Swift's landing spot. Like that's good for him in Philly. Right. Like I do think that he's really going to improve if if he can stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I agree too. But that's going to do it for the NFL draft winners and losers show. That was a lot of fun talking about overall NFL perspective on these teams, fantasy perspectives, how all the dust is settled now. It's crazy to think the draft's all done. Yeah. And, yeah. and we wanted to get this episode out because this is more of like. An analysis of how we feel. Yeah, it's not right. necessarily fantasy relevant. Just kind of a fun show on a Friday. It, yeah, it isn't. Uh, it isn't, but it is because, like, you look what Arizona did getting Paris Johnson. I mean, like, yeah, that could help them move in the right direction in the next couple. Yeah, yeah. definitely I mean, can. I can't believe they didn't draft a running back. Yeah, I I don't think it necessarily makes sense because they're going into rebuild. Right. Like, I mean, they probably should have, but it depends where they could get them. You know. And, and that's I think a, a lot of these guys went higher than probably what they thought. Yeah. Like Tarjay yeah. and Yeah. Because I think they probably were in on some of them, but I think a Banacanda for them would have been a good pick. Yeah. As much as I shit on them. I mean, yeah. I think that would have been another good Did spot. Did you guys see that this was the least amount of running backs taken since the year 2000? Yeah, that's crazy. Because that wow. cra- it seems like there was a lot of running backs. Yeah. But here, here it, yep, there wasn't. This this class was a little more hyped up than it probably should have been. Yeah, yeah. But we we fall into that trap every year, guys, and I think that's a cautionary tale for yeah. a lot of people out there from a dynasty perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear like next year, like I love Marvin Harrison Jr. I love Brock Bowers. You're seeing some big names, and mm-hmm. you're yeah. sitting there thinking like, wow, this class is going to be loaded. Yeah. Well, don't trade everything for one draft Mm-mm. because real easily it could shift just like this one did. Yeah. You know, so right. <laughs> I'm looking over here at Moss. <laughs> He's like, don't trade everything for one draft. I looked over here at Moss, and he's like, <laughs> Moss was in on twenty three. <laughs> Moss was right. in. Moss was in heavy on twenty three, but was. he's already dealing picks. Yeah, he already got one twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, th- thanks a lot, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> he's going in. He's going into uh, twenty four now. Moss yep, is. yep. But the moral of the story is though that is true. You can't. You cannot throw everything at one draft because things change. Things happen. That's the best time to move them picks. As soon as every. Everybody was hyping up 23. I traded all my 23. Yeah. Yep. And I had a whole year to try to get them back, and I got some of them back. Yep. Yep. And two, I mean, you got people that are going to be hyped for 24. So if you want to sneak back into this first round or something or second round, you might yeah, be able if to. If you have a guy, then do it. And then you have a whole year to try to get 24 back. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 365 days. It's a long time. Yeah, yep. it is. But yeah, like I mentioned before at the beginning of the show, guys, I know a lot of rookie drafts are happening. If you do have trade questions or if you have draft questions, like maybe who should I pick here? Who would you lean out of these three players? Anything like that. Send it over. We'll be happy to answer it, try to help the best we can. And my best advice, too, do not panic. Like, if you have an eight-hour clock, use it. If you want to use it or need to use it, use it. I yeah. mean, people get pissed off, but if you need to do some research, ask some questions, do it. I, yeah. I mean, you, got you paid fr- your dues like everybody yeah, else people got to realize there's how many months till the damn season. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate these people that are like, oh, pick. Yeah, I know, which is which is our, <laughs> our draft. <laughs> yeah. Because like, all of our dads are in it. are like, Jesus, they've been on the clock for 10 minutes. I'm like, uh. Like, what do we got? <laughs> Six months? Yeah. <laughs> they just get so excited. Yeah. My dad gets so worked up, but it's it's funny. Oh, it is funny. It but, is funny. But I think that's the key, though. Like you said, take your time, especially the first couple rounds. Oh, yeah. There's no rush. You mm-hmm. know, like you said, you paid your money. And like I said, if you have any questions, we'll be happy to answer them. 
shoot them over. It's been a lot of fun. We've been getting a lot of draft questions. Yeah. Love this time of year. Oh, yeah. But a couple things to mention here before we hop off. Of course, follow us over on Twitter at DynastyDNA underscore. Check us out on YouTube. Subscribe to us over there. Yep. Been, been uh, putting out some videos. Got to be having a couple new ones coming here over the weekend. And uh, also, check us out on all the big podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple Pod, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, you name it, we're on it. The DNA Strand crew, you guys are the best. Growing every day, I know me, all these guys, we appreciate the heck out of it. And anything you need, you know to always message. We all have interacting with you guys. But this is going to do it for this episode, and we'll see you on the next episode of Dynasty DNA. See you, guys. See ya.